Welcome to episode 66 of the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnon, and in this episode, I had a lovely natter with HSO Enterprise Architect Mike Stanbridge. And in this episode, we chatted about the difference between tech-led versus business-led IT projects and which is likely to get you better end results. Also, how to take the best from both disciplines to deliver a project that rocks. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Tea, you don't drink coffee. How many did you have a day? I'm not, I didn't ask you that. Three or four, depends on how many times my wife delivers it through the curtain behind that. <laughs> Based on the service. All right, uh, football or rugby? Rugby, definitely. Oh, rugby shirt yeah, already. Who do you support? Who's that? I, I, Dad's got season tickets to Saracens, so we go down to there. But I coach um, Newmarket under-14s or under-15s boys, so quite involved. Um, Sunday roast or fish and chips? Oh, I haven't had a Sunday roast in ages. Really? It all depends on the on. It depends on the timing of the, it. Depends on what, where, and how, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, it's fish and chips, nice and easy by the seaside and that sort of thing. Sunday roast in the winter with everybody around you. Yeah, both work, both work. What would you rather, beef or chicken? Beef. Unless it's my mum cooking it. She cooks the worst beef. I hope she's not listening. Um, good film or good series? Film. Have you got any favourites? Anything with good sound recently. So I've enjoyed all the Marvels with the boy, 14. So that's always been entertaining to see all the Marvel movies as they come out. Yeah. Um, and then you sort of get in between the two, really. The sort of film series have been superb. So the, the Harry Potters, the Lord of the Rings, all those sorts of bits that have come together. And they're sort of a bit of both. Yeah. And you're sort of disappointed that the, the Harry Potters haven't had more of a series to it to actually get into it a bit more because Game of Thrones was superb until the end. And like, was, you sort yeah. of go in between them. They're all epic, aren't they? They're all massively huge. And I'm really looking forward to the Amazon Prime Lord of the Rings stuff. Oh, and also there's a Game of Thrones one that's coming yeah, out isn't it? Yeah. before it, which looks pretty good. But they're both the same. They're, they're sort of still they're, they're epic, aren't they? Whether it's box set or, or, or fit movie, they're just epic. They're just that sort of production. Yeah. They put the energy yeah. in. It works really well. Okay, from that then to this this particular question. So the thing I want to talk to you about then, Mike, is we were talking about this earlier on, and it's when it comes to project technology projects, IT projects. I want to know really what the difference is between an, a project that's IT led, because this comes up all the time. A difference between a project that's IT led and one that is business led. What fundamentally is the difference between the two of those? I think it's all about focus and and excitement in some ways, Michael. It's it's a it's an interesting piece, and I, the first example is some. Um, previous company I worked for, and I won't use the name, but they named their project the Acme Corp, and I made that up, Acme Corp Business Systems Replacement. Now, how inspiring is the project name that says it's a <laughs> company name, Business Systems Replacement? Well, it sets a tone, doesn't it? That's the sort of point. It's an IT thing. I'm replacing a system. I'm going to get what I had before. What difference is it going to be? It's going to be a pain in the ass, and I'm going to work through it and get, guess what I'm going to get at the end? It's a replacement for the same <laughs> as I had before. Brilliant. How inspiring. Um, or if you so, so and it sort of comes onto the chain that says so if someone in that business said to you right then michael I, I i want you to lead a project that's going to replace our existing business system and you're going to go brilliant <laughs> versus michael i really want you to do i really respect your energy and your efforts and that sort of thing i want you to lead a system and process that helps us transform our business and delivers these benefits now that energy value. is very different and the, the input is that's the first message that says this is what I'm doing. It just sets the tone consistently. And so therefore, in terms of leadership, where are we looking? Have we got the, the energy that's saying, right, I want to make a difference. I'm going to make a really positive impact that comes from 
business people saying, I need this benefit, I need this process, I need this thing, I need to change that, I need to make this more exciting, I need to offer this to my customers. That's a real buzz versus IT lad that says, yeah, I need to mitigate some risk and it's a bit old. So because it, so from an IT point of view, it's almost transactional, whereas from a, if it's a business-led thing, it becomes almost visionary. Is, well, is yeah, because right? they're looking to achieve something. It's that achievement piece, really. And, I, and I've been an IT director, as you know, and, and it's, it's some of it's about the energy that comes from it. Typically, IT teams report into finance. Typically, the finance teams are very focused on cost and cost management. And yeah. finance directors, absolutely rightly, is focused on cost, cost management and risk management. So that ethos tends to transfer into the IT teams and the IT directors of the world that say, right, must focus on risk, must focus on cost. And absolutely, they must do in terms of doing it. But that sort of affects the mentality and the process right. and those sorts of bits. So you then constrain yourself into this world that says, I've got to keep the cost down and I've got to keep my business. If we can get in a world where you look at the more visionary parts of a business, so the MDs, the sales teams, some of the operational teams, I was really inspired um, sort of middle managers, those are coming up, and we can leverage them that says, here's the energy, this is what I want to achieve, then, and actually somehow hook in this risk management and cost piece together. That gives us such a firm structure to be able to move forward. Obviously, you can't run away in every good idea in every direction, because all the business thing, you just end up with chaos. Yeah. But somehow you've got to merge the two together with a very strong business architecture to make it business and really deliver something positive. So is it is the difference between the type? Is it the difference between the type of individual that's driving a project as well? So the personality of an individual from an IT point of view, they again they're quite transactional and they're thinking the processes versus a business led person. I don't know the CIO maybe um, who's more business oriented. Is that kind of a personality thing as well? I think personality absolutely comes into it. It has to in terms of how you put the energy behind it. But the message is what's key. Get that message right at the beginning of the system, the project that says we are going to achieve this and we're going to get them. The, the, one of the companies we're working with at the moment, one of the, the major motorsports companies, the really nice thing about working with those guys is that the whole team is intensely focused on one objective. How do I make that car go faster? And that message and all the systems and all the processes are focused on that sort of thing. Now, that vision isn't about people. That's just about the ethos of the company. Yeah. Taking that ethos and somehow giving a message of process to get in these systems changes and these business changes is, I think, what makes the difference between a decent project and a boring and hard work project. How do the businesses set projects up in the right way like that, where they lead it with the business as opposed to with, with IT? How often do you see that? I mean, it's another one of my bits of preparation for this, really. It's one of the disappointing pieces. I think... Ultimately, not often, and I think it will change. And the reason I say not often is that historically, you've got this ERP system that ages and ends up out of life. Yeah. So you've got this cadence in a business at the moment that says, right, I've just installed a system. Five years later, it's going to be unsupported or on a different piece of software and all those sorts of bits. So therefore, I need to change it. And there is my excuse to then do a bit of business re-engineering. That's the excuse, as it were. D365 and Microsoft are going to break that rule which is going to give some really interesting processes in it, because now you've got a system that evolves over time, month on month, with all the releases through the year, you're getting updates. You're going to make... now, how does a business make fundamental changes and have an excuse to re-engineer and reinvent in that sort of thing? Now they've lost that excuse. So I think that historically, there's been many reasons for just doing an IT replacement because of the risk mitigation and all the things we talked about before. But into the future, because the excuse doesn't exist. I think it'd be more often that business leaders are saying, I need to reinvent myself. How do I do that? But who within the business then is best to lead that type of approach? I think it needs to start with those that are setting the strategy. It is part of the strategy. If you if you use the sort of 
books that come around it and, and operating models and business strategy like how else do you achieve something so you, your business strategy is is tends to be where to play and how to win that's tends to be a thing i'm gonna play on this particular pitch and i'm gonna win like this to win in your games you need to be able to have the right infrastructure in place that means team that means infrastructure that means that all the technology and processes and that sort of thing that's designed so i think it starts with the very top and has to cascade down out of that okay. in that people process technology way and they're all equal and it's led from that level but it's not to say and and not that we're really disparaging in any particular way that it are, are essential in changing the systems and taking the business requirements forward so business and IT work together. It's the only way this it can that type of approach can work. So that although IT are the glue, I think, Michael. They're the glue that holds yeah. these different ideas together. They're the rational bit of thought that says we can't do that and it won't go to there. It's the it's providing that sort of level of sensibleness and 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 process-based thinking to glue these bits together. So you have to have this right balance that says here is the art of the possible and how uh, and in terms of how things work and here is a vision and there, there probably should be a bit of tension between those because you should have, you, you don't want gilded, you don't want gilded lilies do we you don't want all the best ideas in the world and you would need to make sure it all fits together to get to a common purpose so we there's a there's a bit of nat natural tension in that place there's never going to be a uh, complete harmony like you say no and we find that in in projects michael as we go into these sorts of things we're going through the processes and and i'm in a luxurious position a really enjoyable position where you see a project evolving and you see someone in the business come up with a really great idea and you think actually that would make a huge difference to this business we can just tweak the project by doing these sorts of things in this particular way and it will make that difference then i go to the project manager and say well, i just need another 50 percent worth of budget please at which point the tension goes a little bit dramatic because my scope, <laughs> the scope of the PM, well, I've got to deliver something for this budget and this timeline, Mike. How am I going to do that? Well, yeah, but this is a really good idea. <laughs> and the natural tension then develops and we go to steering and we take the process and we either adopt it or don't. But that's a good thing. That's how we get the right result for the business. That's how we make sure the benefits for software and process are delivered in a pragmatic way. We might choose to take the good idea and put GoLive back. That's not a wrong decision. We might choose to get the go live done and then put this in later. Equally, just as valid a decision. But the tension and debate, frankly, that's where the fun stuff happens. So for organisations then starting uh, any particular project then, and, and from your perspective, where have they started most successfully or where has the start led on to the most successful projects that you've seen? How have they started? I think it's the inspirational piece. So when someone says, I want to do something different, that's the piece. I want to achieve X. And they start with that. And so it tends to be out of an MD or a sales director that says, I've got this opportunity, I've got this customer, I've got this strategy, I've got this market, I've got all these sorts of things that I want to get into. How am I going to do that? What makes the difference? How do I realize that value into it all? How do I offer something new to the customer? And again, previous roles, we, we're looking at um, how, we use, how we can talk to the customer and integrate the systems with the customer to provide a better service. So that comes out of sales or at least conversations with the sales team at IT to say, how do I get information as to what the customer's got so I can give it, give my stock to them before they want it as a service that triggers then a level of thought and the level of process and the level of design that then says, here's a project that is focused on delivering something new and cool. Mike suggests that it's not IT versus business that successful projects combine the skills of each. The ability of business to articulate a challenge in a value-oriented way, from replacing a system to reducing cost of product, or to go fast, or to increase efficiency, and so on. Language the CFO, CIO, and anyone else can understand. 
and the ability of IT to take a clearly articulated problem and find the best, most rational solution within the constraints they operate. And bringing these disciplines together becomes increasingly important the more complex and transformational the project. Without business articulation, a large project may give you a shiny new solution that delivers little value. And without rational IT guidance, a large project can quickly go off the time, budget and capability rails. And Mix gives your project the best outlook. Thanks for listening and until next time, take care of yourselves.